Hello and welcome. This is our ancient podcast, Heart of the Circle. And today I have a guest from Japan, Mr. Hidea Tokiyoshi from Tokyo. I'm so happy to get to talk to him.、Um, we've chatted online briefly. And today、um, we get to talk to、um, Mr. Hidea. He's a Nidan from the Tokyo、uh, West Group. And he is an English teacher. So, welcome, Hidea.、Uh, nice to meet you, sir. I'm honored.、Yes. Yeah, likewise.、Um, so, how are you? How are things? And you're in Japan right now. So,、uh, yeah, you know, well,、uh, um, 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 actually, the world has,、uh, has shared one big topic nowadays, and、uh, also in Japan, many people are staying at home.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, yeah, you know, they are trying to、uh, avoid getting infected. And、uh, yeah, you know, well, we have the same situation、um, as in the US. Sure. Is your dojo training now? No, no, the dojos are closed. Oh, okay. How about、yeah. online? Uh, not yet. Actually, many people are not used to、um, making use of the,、um, um, the, the, the internet things.、Hmm. That's interesting.、Hmm. What,、um, so, how, how, I guess, how is it training in Japan outside of all of this stuff? Like, what is it like to do Enshin in Japan? Have you, have you、uh, trained you, elsewhere? Yeah. Uh, me? Yeah. So? Yes.、Uh, yeah, well, um, well um, as um, you know,、uh, um, as for ancient karate, I practice、um, twice or three times a week at dojo, and、uh, I teach some kids and、uh, um, some adults, and、uh, mostly, you know,、uh, kids are very enthusiastic to join the class.、Mm-hmm. and、uh, Uh, we are having fun. Oh, great.、Mm-hmm. Have, and I've heard you went to Honbu、uh, quite a while ago, right? You trained at Honbu? Yeah.、Uh, I mean, you, you mean in Denver, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I did.、Uh, it was、uh, in 1992, I guess.、Uh, 1991, I guess, in summer. I went、oh. there without any appointment. And、uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel sometimes, well, when, whenever I remember that, you know, I feel embarrassed. Oh, okay. Did you,、um, and that's and that when you started or you were just kind of visiting?、Uh, I was just visiting.、Uh, I practiced、um, Ashihara style at that time. And、oh, I、yeah. also, yeah, I also, you know,、um, admired、uh, Kancho very much. So,、um, that, at that time, I was studying in the United States, in, in Louisiana, for one year.、Mm-hmm. So, that was my best opportunity to visit Denver and, and the headquarters. And so, that's why I went there. Oh, nice.、Mm. Wow. Do you remember any of the,、um, the Uchideshi there at the time? Uh, yeah, um, I forgot his name, but、uh, he is now doing things in San Francisco, I guess. Fuji Tassan, Fuji. Uh, I think、uh, Sensei Tomiyama.、Uh, Tomiyama Sensei, yes,、yeah. that's right.、Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah, I think Sensei Tomiyama at that time、mm. was、um, um, Shion Hayashi there? No.、Uh, I, guess, mm. I guess so.、Um, yeah. I'm not sure, but 
maybe mm-hmm. yes okay yeah yeah um and so you're neat on now and then what what do you feel like um what's your future your feelings for going forward and and Enshin and um, mm. and helping with kids like how do you see Enshin being um useful for the next generation and uh, um what what are your goals like that my I now I am 52 years old and my physical ability physical ability is declining and so I'm mainly practicing uh, kata uh, by myself and mm-hmm. uh, practicing kata is very very useful and uh, karate uh, originally um, regarded kata as very important things and. Uh, I'm following that uh, by by following that practice. Um, I really realized that practicing kata is very useful, and ancient katas are very very wonderful. And uh, my goal is to see um, my imaginary opponent while practicing kata. Wow, that's great! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the um, the ancient kata is is really unique uh, as yeah. you know because it's application based it's like the traditional katas is like okay this move has maybe five different applications mm-hmm. and different different ways you can use it and um, in ancient it's very uh, straightforward and very practical um, mm-hmm. and there's not like a way different ways to interpret it mm-hmm. um, so I think it's it's pretty unique like that and um it's almost like a refined uh kind of shadow boxing mm-hmm, and yeah. each each of the the kata mm-hmm. what i've noticed is that as we when we take a look back each kata for every belt level mm-hmm. is like the requirements or the curriculum mm-hmm. for that belt and so mm-hmm. um it just gets as a white belt, you're responsible for a front kick, high roundhouse kick, and if a punch comes at you. Mm-hmm. And then you know how to do back throw, front rolling throw, um, mm-hmm. hikikazushi, hikimawashi. Yes. Blue belt, low kicks come at you, and double attacks come at you. So it's, I like how the progressive, um, you know, it gets progressively more responsible. Like yes, as you so. go, now you actually mm-hmm. have to be able to do this in reality, if someone throws a front kick or a low kick, you should know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's very interesting, um, you know, that idea. And, yeah, I agree with you. The the kata, um, as we get older, we can appreciate it to be almost like a mind substance. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's a mental quality of seeing something – in your head um, mm-hmm. imagining that it is a real thing and then yes. putting yourself in the moment um, mm-hmm. kind of weaving that substance of the mind into reality um, yeah that's it's a really good insight and uh, yeah it's so so cool that you share yeah. that one um, you know well I see many students um, who are taking promotion tests and uh, their katas are just, you know, um, following the move and they don't see any opponent or they don't 
feel any opponent while they are practicing kata. And so we are putting a lot of stress on, you know, uh, um, be to to be more realistic while you are practicing kata. So that uh, we, yeah. we uh, kata is very very important thing. Yeah, I've, it's, I've I talk about the exact same thing. So that's really cool that we can um, communicate about this. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've seen, I, I call it choreography, like a mm-hmm. dance. And so people can do the choreography. Their body moves, their legs are moving, um, and everything kind of looks on the outside like it's going on. Like, yes, oh, they're doing it. But there's something lacking inside. So it's mm-hmm. like your, the eyes, the breath has to coordinate. Um, I think that's the trick is to making it express yeah. itself mm-hmm. um, so that the mind and the breath, the eyes come through. Um, I think that's a, that's a kind of a different quality. Um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think what my, I got from my father when he's talking about that, and I, I, t- I say this a lot too, is he said, put your mind into it. So if someone was to take a picture of you, it's not, and like freeze, mm-hmm. you can feel the, the hair raised in the back of your neck, uh, almost like you walk by a dog that's about to attack you. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, <laughs> you know, that kind of feeling. Um, yeah. And it's, how do you translate that and put it into the choreography? Is, mm-hmm. That's the trick, I think, to making the eyes and the breath. Every, mm-hmm. every movement has a different breath. Yes. You know. And also, you know, sabaki is all about timing. And uh, sometimes, you know, I feel um, not only practice and uh, not uh, only practicing kata is not perfect, but uh, and uh, I need some partner to practice with uh, because, you know, I, I, I want to I want to improve um, how to percept um, how to how to understand the timing of when to use that techniques uh, of the katas. And it is yeah. very, very difficult. And, uh, you know, well, it takes a lot of time for practitioners um, to master uh, sabaki techniques because, you know, um, getting uh, uh, understanding or um, having, having the timing of kata or having the timing of techniques under your belt is very, very difficult. Yeah. So you're almost talking about the theory versus the way, the ability to do it um, mm. in real time, in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think what brings to my mind is sensitivity, you know, um, Kancho always talks about the, the, the sensitivity mm. piece that it's not just uh, the strongest thing that you could be or the most powerful. It's, to be able to be sensitive enough yeah. to put something in the right place at the right time. Mm. And um, when you do something like that, I, I, I joke, I joke is that you actually don't need as much power as you think uh, because you're doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. The sweep, the throw, the punch, everything is landing in the right spot and the person is undefended. Mm. So I, I, in my head, I think that's, one of the beautiful things about um, Enshin is that listening quality. The heart, you know, is mm-hmm. listening. The heart is connected and it's listening. Mm-hmm. And 
it sounds like we're talking the same language. You know, I mean, we are in English, but we're ta- we're talking about the same essence. Yeah, you know, yeah. wherever you go, it's that quality. You know, uh, but every time I practice. Uh, ancient karate you know uh, that's the hardest part you know to to be very sensitive about techniques it's it's very very difficult and it's the hardest part and uh, you know it's it's of course it's worthwhile and yeah. uh, maybe you know um uh, until i um if i get old enough and if i get old enough to quit karate for example physically if, if i uh i'm uh, I, I, if I am not able to practice karate anymore when I get old, maybe you know, uh, um, until until that time, I I will uh, try to understand the sensitivity. So sensitivity is the goal of yeah. my karate. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, out of curiosity, what what training do you methods do you do for sensitivity? Do you have anything that's um, like mm-hmm. that, and even in this time um, where you maybe don't have a partner, what do you have anything? Um, you- sometimes I learn things from Okinawa karate, very old style, and I practice um, stick and uh, sai. It's a kind of a weapon, um, a traditional weapon of karate. Ah, okay. Yeah, and uh, by practicing stuff. Um, and uh, you know, uh, during, during the daytime, it is uh, sometimes police officers will ask me what I am I am doing with those um, weapons. So they, they will, yeah. So uh, recently, yeah. you know, uh, I do it after the sunset, and uh, uh-huh. you know, I, I yeah, I practice those things in the dark, and that will maybe that will help me to improve my sensitivity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's great. The um, anytime you grab something, it becomes a part of your nervous system. Yes. And so, um, yeah, I think what um, Sempa Hidea is, is talking about, friends, is really the nervous system and how do you enhance the nervous system and um, sensitivity is is a is a huge thing. What yeah. I what I like to do is it's a practice, and I'm not sure how many, um, you know. Um, Karate people um, are aware of it or do it is is it's called um, standing meditation mm-hmm. um, or John Zhuang. I, I talk about it in the Chinese mm-hmm. uh, vocabulary because I don't actually know the the Japanese mm. uh, translation or whatever. Um, I know there is a Japanese one, but the origin is from China, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically holding a certain position. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a stance and holding it for a prolonged amount of time. Uh, so okay. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like holding it, and what the 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 goal of the practice is to put your mind inside mm-hmm. your body to be able to feel tension mm-hmm. and release it to transfer the muscle tension into fascia, mm-hmm. which is connective tissue. Mm-hmm. And then as you do that, you start to release that tension and then you you can feel more accurately the nerves unwind. Mm -hmm. And so it's really interesting because your circulation increases. Um, Mm. You start to understand the fascia Mm -hmm. and that's Enshin uses fascia a lot, you know, Um, the spirals, the, all of those kind of connected movements. It's not linear. It's, it's spiral. 
And um, <clears throat> I think for people that are in quarantine now, it's, it's a really untapped mm. practice. Mm. The, the only downside is it's not fun. No one does the standing practice and is like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> like, let's have a party and stand like this. It's, it's not fun. And it's, um, it's known as tasting bitter. So mm. it's, you know, that phrase is taste bitter and you get the sweet. But yeah, that's a huge practice. And I've been <clears throat> trying to share that with as many people mm. as I can in this time because it is a pathway to internal power and sensitivity. Mm. So, you know, to be able to release tension and feel more yeah. accurate. You actually get faster because mm. your nerves are used to being in a static position and you pay attention. Mm. So it's a really cool practice. Um, yeah. It's pretty, you know, it's, I, I, um, as I get old, uh, I, I really realized that those kind of training is very, very important because, you know, um, just moving your body doesn't help you to understand uh, how your opponent will move. Exactly. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, that kind of, uh, maybe, you know, it is called Ritsuzen in Japanese, you know, a standing meditation. Ritsuzen. Uh, Ritsuzen, yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, some karatekas are trying to um, practice those reasons and because they understand that is very helpful for to improve their nervous system. And yeah, uh, yeah I agree with that. And uh, Yeah, I know the Kancho Royama um, specializes in that and he's, you know, he has a, a group that he's, so, and I, I really admire um, uh, Kancho Royama's, you know, his, his, that kind of mindset and, mm -hmm you know you can you can tell right away that the these people are moving very very good and mm. um you know good mindset you know so i mm. think as a whole um organizations i think also come together is really important at this time um yes. one of the things i don't like about full contact is um a lot of times people are not able to mm, collaborate or i think you know interact with other organizations yeah, that's because right. it's kind of taboo it's one it's taboo it's mm -hmm. it was historically taboo mm. but i think in this generation in this time is important to collaborate and um you know understand how to honor other other people and what they're doing um and so i know you practice um jujitsu i practice yes. jujitsu mm -hmm. so this mindset, you know, a long time ago, this would be very um, taboo. Yeah. You know, but I think it's keeping an open mind and mm. how can you integrate yourself as a human being, mm -hmm. um, learn how to play with other mm. human beings outside of your, your little group and bring it back to your group so that everything is more connected. Um, yeah, sure. So, you know, um, it will help you to think outside of the box. Yeah, I think mm. so, you know, and um, so I, I, I really like that mindset. And I think that was, I noticed that about you, you know, you have a really big mindset and um, your adaptability and, you know, mm. just everything. I don't know you that well, but I can sense that's something that's, you know, you have a, that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I would like to, uh, I would like 
a lot of people to understand that you know uh, practicing other styles will not uh, will not happen just because you are bored of uh, your style, but uh, um, you practice other styles because you want to learn a lot of things and uh, those knowledge or those experience will help to improve your skills in your old style. And that is why, you know, you should, you should, uh, you should practice other styles and that will help you after all. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's, and in the end there is no style, you know, that's, um, it's kind of doing something to the point where you become it. And mm -hmm. that's why I think the principles of whatever style you're doing, mm -hmm. the principle is the most important thing. Yes. So what is the principle is the mindset that doesn't change mm -hmm. and all of the methods and everything else that you're doing mm -hmm. that could put on top of the principles. Mm -hmm. However, if your principles are very strict and rigid, mm -hmm then it doesn't quite work. But mm. if the principle is open um, and it's connected in a bigger sense, which is ancient, mm. it leaves room and possibilities mm. because the mindset, the principles are, are open. Mm. If that makes any sense, you know? Yes, for sure. You know, principle is very important because all the styles of martial arts um, are made to move your body very efficiently and the principle is very should be very simple and all the principle among all the styles of martial arts could be or should be the same yes mm. that's right yeah it's such an overlooked thing and um, you always have to be careful of, of I, I call it inbreeding it's kind of a, a, mm -hmm. a crude word but if um, one style is only doing something and then they kind of make a response to that, a counter to that movement and a counter, mm -hmm. if you were to do that one movement to someone that doesn't train that style, mm -hmm. all of those other movements that you've developed are, mm -hmm. there's nothing because they don't know how to respond. So it's like you have to know how to do the first thing and maybe yeah. the first thing gets them down or, you know, so it's sometimes a, you know, there's all kinds, that's all the time in martial arts, mm. you know, like uh, jujitsu, they have a barambolo. Yeah. So you do barambolo and you have a counter to the barambolo and a counter to that. But then yeah, that's right, that's if, right. if you don't know what the barambolo is to begin mm. with, mm. You, you know, then you, you, all of that other training is kind of empty. So you have to know how to, the, the first thing, makikomenage. Mm. Oh, you, you can escape makikomenage, I'm going to do sotogake. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, well, you have to also remember that some people don't even do that to begin with and their response mm. may be totally different and it will, yes. it will put, it will put your operating system in a, in a frenzy if you don't know how to deal with that too. So mm -hmm. if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, of course. Well, well, I've, I had a really um, beautiful talk with you. Thank you for your time. I really want to meet you one day. I hope to meet you. Uh, me too, and, sir. Uh, yeah, it's such a, you know, I could talk to you, it sounds like, for a long time. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, we, we, we try to keep these around 15 to 20 minutes, and I think mm -hmm. we might have went over. But um, thank you for your time. And, um, yeah, do you have anything else? 
Uh, no, uh, I, I was very honored and uh, that was an um, exciting time I had. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. for your you. time and for sharing and um, stay safe and I hope, um, yeah, I hope to see you soon. Mm -hmm. Os. Os. Thank you, friends. Os. Um, <clears throat> again, this is uh, Senpai Hidea Tokiyoshi uh, Nidan from the Tokyo West Branch. If you guys are ancient members and you are in the Tokyo region, um, please stop by and uh, reach out and see if you can connect with um, sen Senpai uh, Hidea and uh, Sensei Asahi. Os. Thank you. Os. Thank you.